Today's episode is brought to you by Lynx Brewing. Make sure you go check them out at lynxbrewing.com and go get you some Chase and Birdie Blonde Ale. It is mighty tasty. Chip it and sip it. Hey, I'm Brian Locker, and I'm on Chase and Birdie. We are back here, guys, with another episode of Chasing Birdies. My man. What's shaking? It's like the same, dude, it's like the same intro every freaking week. I love it. We're so good at that. It's consistency. Yeah, bud. That's what people like. I wish my golf game was that consistent. Well, I'll tell you what, man. You had a good look at your golf game this past week. I mean, uh, little Pinehurst trip. How was that, bud? uh, I thought my game felt good. You know, I hit into the screen a lot of golf balls. Mm Mm-hmm. My game felt good. I had the new irons in play Thursday. The butter knives. Thursday and Friday, they were in play. They we're not in play on Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. Um, so you brought a backup set down. I also. brought both sets just to be careful. Yeah. And that was the beauty of the way that we went down there. I was able to bring that backup set. And uh, I got to be honest with you. I was ecstatic to go back to my old ones. It felt it felt incredible. Still not good. Terrible. I played like dog shit. Oh. I actually, I, I played okay at Pine Needles round one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Round two was dog shit. Mid-pines. Mid-pines. Round three, I played a, a little bit better. A little bit better. I still I had a little streak there at Southern Pines Golf Club, which we're going to get into. I had a little five-hole stretch there. that I, I made three bogeys and a double and uh, in a bar. And, but I shot 74 with that. So I was happy, but I, I'll tell you, um, how about you, bud? You look like you were a little bit all. I, I really didn't but, see you play much. I mean, well, the only thing I saw, what the hell, let me back up real quick before we talk about me real quick. Number 13 at Mid-Pines, I saw you walking off the back of the green. You look a little disheveled. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, what so went before on Before we dog him, B-Cats and I did not ham and egg together. We just did not play well together on the same holes. Uh, or, you know, when we needed to. It was just a, it was a nightmare for him and I. Right. For, first missed cut for us. Wow. And him missed the cut for the first time, which we always make fun of you. Sorry. Which, by the way, apparently we we don't really miss cuts. I mean, Pizzle told me we've never played at Mid-Pines. I have once. So, anyways, yeah. but go ahead. Well, Pizzle will never tell you if he did or didn't. So. Well, and he will. He so, will. But, yeah, we do not play well hand-in-hand. But it's all right. I'm bringing him back next year. We'll be good, and uh, we'll be better. We'll be better prepared. But 13. <sighs> Brandon, um, he putted okay. And then we get to 13. He lags it down there. I actually putted from the front of the green to about 12 feet, and Brandon had a very difficult putt from the right side of the green to the left side of the green, had to go up and over, very hard putt. And he put it in there to, I said 18 inches, he says it's closer than that. So, Mm. And when he tells you that, it's closer than than 18 inches. And uh, I saw him walk up there and kind of shove it to the right and missed the hole. And um, so then he picked his ball up and said, good luck, parts. And so I'd try to make a 10-footer right-to-left snapper, which I didn't make, so it was great. Well, hey, next year, guys, I mean, we had a great time. And uh, Listen, that's one thing that I've gotten better at is I missed a lot of putts, a lot of putts. But I, I nowadays, I like to mark it now and just let everybody else just do your thing. I mean, where he, are we going? Mm-hmm. Where are you going? You're, you're going from 13 to 14. But That's good, man. No. On a lighter note, Sunday he played a little bit better too. With We both played a little bit better Sunday, but we still made mistakes that we generally would not make. But, um, again, first year we missed the cut, and uh, the cut was deep this year, man. Two I mean, under. The, yeah, the weather was great. Guys were playing. I mean, we are one under through two rounds and obviously missed the cut. 
thing about it is Pizzle and I, we hit it really well. Uh, I hit it what I thought to be really well for myself at this time of the year. And um, we made nothing, man. We had, I think, over 52 looks. Each of us combined through two rounds didn't make anything. But we had a great time. Got to see our old buddy Steve Peering. I rode back from Raleigh, Pinehurst with him. Uh, other than talking my ear off and us talking a little bit back and forth, great to see the boys. Saw our old guest, Vinny Trocek, get in a fight on a ring Friday night. That was phenomenal. So overall, Pinehurst 2022 is awesome. Can't wait for next year. Already and, already uh, preparing for uh, 2023. And, and dude, Pine Needles, Mid Pines, we're in dynamite shape. I mean, the women's opens at Pine Needles this year. Right. No carts on the fairway. Whatever. I understand it. So we respected that. But we went over to Southern Pines for missing the cut, which was kind of a little reward. I Buddy, mean, if you missed the cut, you got rewarded a little bit. Southern Pines in Pinehurst or wherever the hell that is. Southern, Southern Pines. Pines. <laughs> Southern Pines Golf Club's right, in Southern man. Pines, bud. Uh, I mean, incredible. What a layout. Definitely go check it out. But um, exciting weekend ahead of us here, boys. We got March Madness tipping off today. We got a little nice Valspar championship underway here. The players is over. That was a goodie. And uh, ultimately, our guest today, Hall of Famer, Chicago Bear linebacker. He will snap both of us in half. Brian Erlacher. I just flew out of O'Hare. Yeah, we, we might have seen some of the pictures that we had, but uh, he's all over the billboards up there. So uh, let's get this bad boy started here with Brian Erlacher on Chasing Birdies, and uh, we hope you all enjoy it. As you all know by now, Chasing Birdies is proud to be partners with Holderness and Bourne. Check them out online at hbgolf.com. Holderness and Bourne makes fabulous pieces that help you look good on the course, even if your game is not up to par. Check out their new arrivals now for this golf season. Also, head on over to chasingbirdies.com to get some custom Chasing Birdie gear from Holderness and Bourne. We'll continue to drop these pieces through every season. That's chasingbirdies.com and Holderness and Bourne at hbgolf.com. All right, guys, here we are for another episode of Chasing Birdies, and today we have a NFL Hall of Famer on the hook here and an avid golfer carrying a 4.0 handicap index hailing from Scottsdale, Mr. Brian Erlacher. Brian, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. You must have just checked my handicap, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, are, you are up to date, i tell you that much. Well, our good friend Colt Nost, I was listening to his episode with you a few weeks ago, and I'm like, 5.4, holy hell. So we, we looked briefly today and saw that you're a 4.0, and I'm thinking my man's going to be my partner because, number one, if somebody talks shit to me, he's got my back. <laughs> but, yeah, man, you know, since your retired life, what's what have you been doing? I know golf's been a big part of it, but uh, yeah. what else? Well, we have three kids. You know, I have a daughter who's 21 and goes to KU. I have a, a daughter who's 17 and goes to uh, – she's a junior in high school. And a son who's 16 who's a sophomore in high school. So, like, they keep us pretty busy. Uh, when they need something, because they all drive now, so we're not that cool anymore, um, <laughs> unless they need money or something. Right. But, you know, I play a lot of golf. I actually love fishing. I have a boat down in Florida. We go fishing. And I started mountain biking, like, five years ago. That's what I do for my exercise. I try my mountain bike four or five days a week, and that's it. And I try and do what my wife tells me to do most of the time. That's my uh, yeah. daily schedule. Yeah, that's the most important job. So, mountain biking, that's interesting, though. I mean, there's a lot. Do you ride up to Sedona? Or is that How far is that from you? Right here, right here. So we live in Gilbert, Arizona. There's mountains. There's South Mountain. There's Santan Mountain out here. There's a ton of trails. And then, you know, I also, 
about two years ago, I got a road bike because I don't know why, honestly. I just want to change it up a little bit. So I got a road bike, and there's these canal systems there out here by our house that are pretty safe from getting my ass right over by a car. So mm. I ride on those, and then I ride the mountain, and um, it's fun, man. Yeah, I mean, I would say for you, I mean, obviously coming out of the NFL and you being a, you know, pretty pretty physically built, well guy there, um, to keep that kind of momentum of, of the constant grind in the gym, it wears on your body. So it's like, hey, I want to still st- stay in shape to a degree, but at the same time, I don't want to have to worry about how much my bench press is today. You know what I mean? You are exactly. So I haven't touched the weight in over two years. I, I don't do, I don't lift anymore. All I do is uh, push up some sit ups. I watch my son lift all the weights. I don't do any of that stuff. And, uh, <laughs> You know, I love to eat, so I figured <laughs> if I'm going to keep eating shitty like the way I have been, I need to kind of supplement that a little bit. So I started mountain biking. I, I really enjoy it. You know, I throw my headphones on, and I go for two or three hours and just pedal. It's fun. Well, right now out in Arizona, it's the prime time to do that kind of stuff, too. It's not too hot. It's Well, it's cold. Shit, this morning it was 35 degrees when I got on my bike. Brian, um, come on, bud. Cold's when you were yeah, in no, Chicago. Right, now you're, you're right. spoiled. Yeah. No, you're right. My blood's really thin from living out here, but... <laughs> You know, summertime's actually my favorite because I get on my bike at 5.30, it's already 90 degrees. I can ride for an hour and lose 10 pounds. Yeah, it's that's awesome. crazy. That's one of the benefits of, of living where you live. I mean, we're basically here in southwest PA, north central West Virginia, and we deal with the four seasons pretty much every year. And right now yeah. with, with snow on the ground here, you know, golf is certainly not in the forecast for us. But, uh, you know, you try to do other yeah. things. I mean, I'm an avid gym goer. I love the run. But I never really got into mountain biking. I, I got a Peloton. I don't know if you have you ever messed around with yeah, a Peloton? Got, we have a Peloton as well. I do that. When I get bored from biking or when I need a day off from the bike, I'll go jump on the Peloton for a little bit. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good, it's a good day off, yeah. I sit on the couch yep. and smoke cigars, so. Um. <laughs> hey, to each his own, man. Something's better than nothing. Hey, yeah, I'm lifting something, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. So coming out of, I mean, I go to Chicago a good bit. I feel like I know you've based on the billboards and driving oh around town. Oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Hair lacquer. I hardly ever go back to Chicago anymore. We, 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 we like it here in Arizona quite a bit. We, uh, we can do what we want to pretty much all the time here year-round, uh, especially with the weather. But yeah. when I do go back there, man, those damn billboards I mean, are everywhere. They don't even give you a breather off. Yeah, my, uh, my buddy who owns the company, Jordan, he first put those up. I was like, dude, you got to take those down, man. <laughs> I look dumb. He goes, no, they, people like them. And it really helps. So you know what? I, I was like, oh, whatever, man. And it, I guess it works. You know, I get a lot of compliments on them, and I get a lot of people making fun of me, too. So, these people are seeing them. That's a good thing. Yeah. So, let's get to your football career real quick before we get into the golf. I mean, you had an incredible football career playing for the Chicago Bears. When you were going through the draft and the draft process, was that kind of where you were slated? Or what What did you think whenever – because, I mean, right now, the draft parties, they have draft parties for everything. I mean, you picked third round, you were having a draft party. Draft party. I know. Um so Mel Kuyper plated me at number nine to the Bears right when NFL season was over. Wow. It was crazy. And, you know, but you never know. You know how that stuff goes. They do that shit all the time, but it doesn't work out the way it's supposed to or the way they say it does sometimes. But yeah, he had me going nine to the Bears. But man, I grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan. So I was I, I thought I wanted to stay close to home. You know, Arizona had the I think six or seven pick. They ended up taking Thomas Jones, who I ended up playing with in Chicago for a couple of years, and he was a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, uh, the Bears, from what I was told, they were going to draft Flexico Burris, but Pittsburgh took him at eight, and then I was there at number nine, so it, it oh. worked out pretty good. They uh, they took me. I definitely enjoyed my uh, 13 years there. Chicago, dude, has so much. I mean, there's just so much personality in that city. I mean, it's changed a lot over the last three years. 
Um, yeah. But we won't go down that road. But um, No, we don't, we don't have time for that. But it's got so much personality. So playing for the Chicago Bears, what was that like? I mean, the Windy City, I feel like every game was in the snow back when you were playing, right? Like those are the, the photos that, that you see of yeah. yourself playing and all that. Well, most of those are from – there's one from Pittsburgh uh, that we got our asses whooped by the Steelers in 05 when it was snowing. Uh, the Patriots was 2010 at Soldier Field. But the thing about Chicago is our fans are unbelievable, man. Our fans really turn out. No matter what the weather is, quite like the Steelers, you know, our fans actually thrive in that weather. They love it because they know people don't want to be out there. It's amazing. And the tradition of playing defense in Chicago is pretty storied. You know, you look at the guys we've had, we, we had going in the Hall of Fame. Just from a, okay, we'll go middle linebackers. You got Bill George, Dick Buckus, Mike Singletary, you know, the guys that played before I did. It's um pretty storied franchise when you're talking about defense, especially middle linebackers. Yeah, I mean, you guys had uh, Devin Hester on your squad, I believe, at, at yep. your time, and uh, Charles Tillman. Yep. Hit some wheels. Yep, we had, you know, Lance Briggs, Julius Peppers. We had so many great – Owen Cruz. Uh, we had a ton of great players on our team. I loved Peppers when he played hoops at Carolina. He's so good. He, he's the biggest, like, most athletic person for his size I've ever been around. You know, Pep's 6'7", 285, and he just made things look easy athletically. It was crazy to watch him do things on the field and move the way he did. So that was kind of – those years that you played towards the end of your career is kind of like Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, come passing out, uh, you know, them playing. I'll tell you all those guys. Yeah, you know, well, Tom and I were drafted the same class. <laughs> so he played a little bit longer That's than I did, obviously. Insane. I mean, and then Aaron, I think, started in Green Bay in 07 or 08. And then 05, they beat us. Like I said, up there in the snow, they beat us. We, I'll say this. We got them started on their Super Bowl run because they beat us and didn't lose another game for the rest of the season. We'll end up with a Super Bowl. Yeah, but I played against all those guys. I think I played against more against Favre than I did uh, Rodgers, but it's pretty, pretty close there. And then Ben once or twice and Tom once or twice as well, Peyton, all, all those guys. Yeah, and, and now that, you know, one of the biggest news stories in the NFL today, other than the lawsuit that's been filed, the retirement mm-hmm. of, of TB12, you know, having a chance to play against him and being on the other side of the ball from him, can you tell as a player the difference in his level of, call it accuracy or commitment to the game than other quarterbacks? Like, is it apparent when you're on the other side of the ball that this guy was the real deal? Well, there's no doubt. You just watch his film and he played. You know, he's always prepared. You know, in the NFL, if you're not prepared, you're not going to do well. You, you can't fake it when you get out there on Sundays and, and try and beat these defenses because the players are too good. He just, I mean, he had you beat before the ball was snapped. If you told him what defense you're in, if he knew what defense you're in, it's over. And, you know, they, they pretty much all know what defense you're in these days. You know, they, they do that fake audible crap with their foot and they do the fake snap count so they know exactly what you're doing. But he's he's always great. You know, I think I played him his second or third year. At, or at uh, yeah, Soldier Field, and they came back and we were up pretty good. They came back and beat us in the fourth quarter there. That's the year they didn't win the Super Bowl. They won it the year before and lost it that year, or didn't go to the playoffs that year. But you just know playing like the same way with um, Rodgers, Manning, Breeze, all these guys. You just know they're great when you, you know, pre snap, they know exactly what you're doing. Unbelievable. I do have to say, we have a mutual friend in, in Colt Nost, and uh, he had mentioned. Yeah about you taking a lot of shits before games, and I have a shit story for you. Oh, um, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I just took one right before this interview because it's like game time, right? Oh, Boys, like, let's buckle it up. Yeah. He's dude, sick. sometimes when I'm playing like a, a decently big golf match where I feel big, I got to start taking shit. It's yeah. weird. Well, I have like, one. I'll, I'll get to the golf course, and I'm like, oh, man, I got shit, and I got to run to the bathroom. <laughs> and it's time. always like five minutes before you got to tee off, so you're rushing oh, it. No doubt. And so yeah. – 
my freshman year of college golf, I played at Marshall University, and uh, you know, we have we, a golf team there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Su- surprisingly, yes. Thank you, though. He didn't get a degree, sure. though, but he did um, play golf. So, first college event, so stoked because it's at Mid Pines and Pinehurst where I grew up playing golf. Thirty-six hole day, carrying your own bag. I'm on the fifteenth hole. I'm like, I gotta take a shit. Like, there's not even a bathroom in sight. So I set the bag down, run up to the woods. I'm holding onto a tree, squatting, do my business. No. I'm like, this is ninety degrees, boys. It's August in North Carolina. I don't have anything to wipe my ass with. So I had to go back to my golf bag, pick my bag up, and play two more holes before I could go to the restroom and properly take care of myself. Dude, I chafed for like the next week. Oh. Bro, that's a terrible story. I don't have any stories. Thank goodness I don't have any stories like that. Yeah, you, um, you clean up well. You got to prepare, dude. You can't just go in the woods well, and go, like, use your golf towel. I know you have a golf towel in your bag. Well, now they got dude wipes that you got to carry in the bag. Yeah. Right? Like, that. that's the luxury of nowadays. I'm not that major about my shit. I'm usually on a pretty good schedule with my shit. Mm-mm. But <laughs> I can usually, usually find a toilet or no. make it to one somehow. No, I don't have a good schedule on that. <laughs> you got to get yourself on schedule, bro. You got to figure that out, man. Yeah, a little less coffee, bud. Maybe a little You're less. You're old enough now. You should be able to figure out your shit schedule. Yeah. I mean, dude, Brian, it's, it's like at the most random times, my man's like, I got to roll, dude. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Well, my uh, wife always gives me a, a hard time too. She's like, "You have IBS." I don't have IBS. I like, I like right after I, I can't be telling you guys this shit, but right after I eat, <laughs> I usually have to go. You know, in the morning or at lunch. But if I, if I eat, that's where I'm going, right to the shitter. It's like immediately. <laughs> but I don't have IBS or anything. I just like to get rid of the previous meal. You know, immediately, quickly. Yeah, it's good for the so, body. Yeah. So good for the body. Uh, that, going from healthy. going from shit stories to <laughs> golf. Um, where, where did you find your passion for the game of golf? Like I said, like the chasing birdies, the whole concept is we're all chasing birdies in life, right? It doesn't matter if you're yeah. a businessman, a salesman, you know, pumping gasoline, you want to chase birdies in life. So for us, you know, you were the best at what you did in football to pick up a sport that you, is very difficult for other athletes, you know, a little white ball. For anybody, it's difficult for the guys who play golf. It right. So where did your love for the game start? You know, I I started playing. I didn't. I couldn't. I didn't play a kid because I didn't have any money, so I couldn't afford it. So when I got money, basically when I got drafted, is when I got my first set of clubs. And the NFL gave, but you could buy them through the NFL like half price. So I had a set of pins that I bought. I didn't play a lot early in my career, and then the older I got, the more I started playing. And I just love the competitive part of it. Like you're never going to be as good as you want to be ever. You know, it's, it's such a hard game. It's just you know one day it's so freaking. One day I'll go out and shoot seventy one. Next day I'll shoot. 81 or 91 it's just so damn annoying and that's also one of the reasons why i love it because it, every day it challenges you in different aspects but yeah I, I would probably say early on in my career in the nfl I, I i started playing i didn't love it as much and then the older i got the more i just loved it and when i retired man now now i'm obsessed with it i love the game i'll play five six days a week if i can it's, it's nice now the kids go to school all day so <laughs> i got a lot of free time during the middle of the day but it's just a great game, man. It's fun to go out there with your boys. It's a great gambling sport. Uh, it's fun to hang out with your boys as well. So, for handicap, you're playing some some golf. So when you guys gamble, what kind of games are you playing? I mean, we play Banker. We play um, yeah. five three one. There's only three of us. There's a, I mean, Banker's the easiest game to play because you can play with two to ten people. You know, it's easy. And we put, we'll play six them, seven them. It's just a great game. There's a game called Sweat that we play a little bit. Have you ever played Vegas? Where you reverse the yes. scores if you make a birdie, yes. yeah, that game sucks. But uh, unless you, it's only good if your partner can make birdies. 
So when you're playing two guys who are single-digit handicaps and your partner's a 12, it's not a good game to play. <laughs> yeah, because there's only one of you making birdie. Yeah, those spreads. I know, man. That, yeah. that that game could get you. Oh, yeah. Vegas is definitely a good game to play. We play we play just eeny meeny. High low, really. High low. Yeah, have you ever heard of eeny meeny? Eating who? Eeny meeny. No, what so, is that? So it's so Rod and I will play you and Colt, and first hole is best ball, one point. Second hole is high low, two points. Third hole is individual matches. So I'll take you, and Ryan will take Colt, and then on hole six we switch matches. So there's five okay. points every three holes. It's just you know what? It just keeps you on your toes, so you're not playing the same monotonous. But you, know, you, high you low. play whatever you want for point, play five hundred a point, hundred point, whatever. Yeah, you play whatever you want. I mean, you, you really can should. You have, press? Can you double? Do you bargain double or anything like that? We could probably throw that in there. But there we go, boys. Well, we'll just change I always the game. like Banker because Banker, we play birdies double, Eagles quad. It makes it more interesting, you know, because and most of the guys I play with are pretty low handicaps, so the birdie double thing is, is pretty fair because most guys can make birdies. Birdie double would be, yeah, that would be sick. I, see, the problem with Eeny Meeny is you need a fucking accountant with you on the side of the road because this I shit. Say, you have a lot of stuff. There's a lot of different games I used to, I used to think about. I just like Banker. We're betting 100 bucks a hole. Okay, lose 100 bucks. Okay, next hole. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah, basic math. I just I just played in a golf tournament recently in Florida. It was a best ball event, and they did Canadian skins, and I had no idea what the hell Canadian skins were. But apparently, if someone makes a four for three on a par four, and I make a natural three, my birdie wins, and they're they're cut. Like it's but they're out. But it's basically when you reduce. Yeah, so why don't you just say gross? It yeah, it's gross That's, skins. Yeah, it's gross and net, right? I have no idea. I, I've never heard that either. What's your handicap? Are you a plus five, plus four? What are you? No, I'm a zero. Are yeah. You good, then. Yeah, but you know what, Brian? I would, I would love to be like a, a four. <laughs> I hear you. You know, it, it is nice when you play guys because, you know, fours, we can get it going a little bit. You got the guys who are scratched who sometimes don't shoot scratch, you know. They shoot high 70s. So that's when you have your good days, man. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. We That handicap is tough to, to gamble well, with. It's, you can... it's like Fitz out there, out, out your way, right? Larry Fitzgerald, my man, he shows up <laughs> with like a nine handicap and he's like a scratch. What are we doing here? So they gave him this year, they're actually closer to it. They gave him a seven this year. Girls is my boy, too. Kevin Girls is a good friend of mine, too, and they're partners every year. But, fuck, they're going to win every year as long as they keep giving Fitz a 12 handicap when he shoots 75 every day. I mean. And Kevin throws in five birdies. It's not going to be. No one's going to beat him. No. You no talk, one's going to beat him. You talk about somebody who's made oh. some money in their career, Streels. Kev, oh, man. The dude is a money-making machine. He's been in the top, what, what top 75 for probably 12 straight years. He's a good dude. I, I wish he, uh. He won more, but he's always – and Pebble Beach, he plays well every year because he's always top 10 or top 15 out there. But it, I play on this week to, to do well. He's one of those guys that you, when you step on the first tee, you're like, I'm going to beat the wheels off this guy. And he's just so quiet. And at the end of the day, you're like, well, he just kicked my teeth in. He just hits it so good. Every, he, like, he doesn't hit – like, you know, golf the game of misses or whatever they say. Yeah. His misses are like two yards. It's unbelievable. Well, all, most of those guys out there, but – He's not like the big, you know, the, the bomber hit it 30 yards offline. Still doesn't do that. You know, he hits it 300 yards, but he hits it three, four yards offline. He never gets it too far out of whack. And Pebble's not super long. What's really cool, too, right now, and, and you know, and social media obviously adds to this, but back when you played, there maybe I there was, but it didn't seem like a lot of football players played golf, right? It wasn't the cool thing to do. Now, no, I, I, a lot of guys played. Okay. A lot of guys played when I played. Yeah, a ton of guys played, but it wasn't. Like, social media wasn't around, which was unbelievable when I played because there was no stupid social media. That's right. embarrassing every time you did something wrong. I know. Dude, social media, like, 
I'll be out like cleaning my club off and my man's taking a Snapchat of me. I'm like, but do you got to show everybody yeah. what the fuck I'm doing right now? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't do the snap face stuff. I, I like, I do, I started doing Instagram about a year, a year and a half ago. And I actually like following Instagram. It's fun, but a lot of my friends are on there so I can follow them and talk to them. But I don't, I have all the Facebook shit and the other stuff, but I don't look at it. My wife does it all for me. Yeah, no, that's smart. Instagram's fun though. But Strillman, I mean, career earnings, my man raked in almost twenty four million on course earnings. Is that where he's at? Nice. Yeah. And he's only he's my age, he's forty three. I think he's gonna crush it when he gets on Champions Tour as well. That's crazy. He's got some fans out there. He just he hits it so good, man. So that's what we were just talking about with Colt Nost with these guys. First off, if you can't hit it three, three, ten consistently on tour, you got no business being on tour, period. But second off, the transition from these guys over to the Champions Tour, look what Mickelson has done. I mean, so when these PGA Tour guys hit 50 and they roll over there, dude, it's going to be the Champions Tour is about to get so much more competitive over the next 10 years. Well, it is already. Now they got Phil, Furyk, L, Repeat, BJ's out there now. And, of course, Bernard wins every fucking... But Bernard Langer's like 85 years old winning every week. Oh, <laughs> Miguel Angel Jimenez is out there doing well. It's just all, all these guys, you know, I watched in my... 20s are on the championship tour now and it's just they're stacked up and it's just gonna get better and better every year who do you like playing with out there in, in scottsdale oh man um thrills is fun to play with i have a little group we play with out of my place seville mesa country clubs a really good time because you can play sevens or eightsomes out there as long as you play under 345 you can do whatever you want that's nice um, but i got a pretty good couple of groups i play with uh, depends on where i'm going i got a nice friend slash buddy group out of uh, seville where i play quite a bit yeah, I tell you what, man, that's the thing about golf. Like, you get a good group of buddies, nothing beats it. I mean, why would you ever want to go to a bar or any place and hang out with your buddies if you're all golfers? Go to the golf course. It's it's just... The golf course. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, you know, like we talked about earlier, the weather's amazing, man. Right now, especially, you know, it gets over 70 every day here. So, it's funny because, like, if it's going to be, like, 60, we're like, eh, I may not play golf tomorrow. It's going to be a little chilly out. It's so stupid <laughs> because we're spoiled with our weather that... If it rains or anything, we're like, oh, we'll play next. We'll play the next day. We're, we're spoiling yeah. that aspect. Yeah, well, that's chasing birdies right there. And that's right, buddy. You know, in your old neck of the woods, Chicago, Chicago is like a hidden gem for golf courses. Oh my gosh. Oh man, There's, you go there in the summer. You you go up to the northern part of the city there, like where I where I lived up in Lake Forest, Libertyville. There's 20 golf courses around there. No one even knows of that are amazing. Butler yeah. National. That's oh it god. Has to be Same well. Yeah. It's the second hardest golf course yeah, I've ever it played. Is. What's the first? Pikewood National. Here in, in Morgantown, West Virginia, bud. You, we'll, Ryan will have you out. Yeah, it's number... I don't like playing hard golf courses. I appreciate the invite. I don't like playing hard golf, golf courses. It's, 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 <laughs> I like to make birdies, bro. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. It, yeah, it's hard. It, no, 33 in the U.S., hardest walking golf in the U.S. But Butler you National. You have to walk? Oh, yeah. It's walking walk? on. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I appreciate the invite. Wait, what day, what day do you want me to come out? Oh You're shoot, busy. man! Yeah, June, June, sometime. You're yeah, tied you, up. yeah, I'm busy. June. Yeah, thanks, yeah, so, guys. That's yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, Butler <laughs> National was so good, but it was so freaking hard. You hit a fairway bunker there. You just got to get it out. You got to go out sideways because those lips are so freaking high. And it's just you, the thing about there. You get there, and you're already intimidated because you hear all the shit people talking about how hard it is, and you're already done by the time you get there because you know it's going to be hard. The rough's tough. It's just, but it's a neat, a neat place to play. It's a lot of fun. I really want to peg it up at Chicago Golf Club. I heard that that place is done. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I, I, um, you know, everyone talks about how great it is. It was okay to me. Not, not, uh, okay. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. 
I'll take it off the list. <laughs> no, it's I mean, you, you go play it for yourself. But to me, you know, I, I people hyped it up. Oh, you got to play child golf. It's the greatest. It's so hard to get on. It's amazing. So I played it for I played it twice, and I just wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't like the greatest place in the world to me. You know what's great? The Shore Acres. I Ooh. hear that place is dynamite. That place right there, you will love it. It's not long. It's badass. Merit Club, where I was a member up there. Bobble Link, all men's course up there at Highland Park. Old Elm is up north as well. Mm. Conway Farms. I'm going to drive by my house. Millwood Country. There's so many places up there. It's crazy. And Dude, then you go down so south, you've got Beverly. you got Olympia Fields. you got uh, Flossmoor. There's a ton. Medina's. Keeps going. Medina's right there. What's the one um, they play the Western Open there back in the year? Treasure of the Sea. I don't know. It's out there. That's great, too. Can't think of the name of it. Dubs Dredge. What's the name of that place? Oh. Dubs Dredge. Well, there's like six courses. Dubs Dredge. Well, the courses. Not Cog. Anyway. Cog Hill. No. Cog Hill. There you go. Cog Hill. Cog, Cog Hill. There you go. That's it. Great place. Start of I mean, a place. Rich, Rich Harvest Farms is, is Rich a little further west. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I mean, just think yeah. about all the courses you just named. There's like 20 sick golf courses right there. And now where you are, though, Scottsdale's got, I mean, Scottsdale yeah. National looks dynamite, too. That place is phenomenal. You're not going to find a place in better shape anywhere. I don't care what anyone says. Augusta's right there with it, but there's no David Smith Fairways. There's no divots on the green. Um, you'd be shocked to see another golfer on the golf course. It's just, it's amazing. Parsons did a great job with that place. Well, speaking of Augusta, You've played it a few times. What was that like? Man, it, just driving down, is it Magnolia Lane right there when you get there? Uh-huh. Magnolia, you go in, it's just like, I can't even explain it. Just I was like in awe all day. Every time I hit a back shot, I didn't give a shit. I was like, I'm Augusta. What do I care? Yeah. It, yeah. The first played it, we played 36 with, uh, with Coach Hulk, which was a blast because he's such a great host. He tells stories the whole time. And Literally, for you as a football guy, it's like, holy shit, right? Yeah. I, I, it was amazing. I mean, aside from being at, at Augusta, just listening to him tell stories and, and picking his brain about football was was amazing. Plus, I beat so my buddy and I. We always have a match. We used to anyway. Metal play, no no strokes, heads up, every shot counts. You put everything out. We play golf. You know, actually played golf. Every shot counted. And after thirty three holes, we were tied. Uh-huh. Oh my god! On the we started our second eighteen on the uh, back nine. So on number number seven was our thirty fourth hole. I hit my ball on the – you guys number seven? At yeah. Augusta with the, that weird pin or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I hit my tee shot in the left pine straw, took a nine iron, hit it on the green, or hit I thought it was on the green, and I went up to the green. I couldn't find my ball. I thought it was in the back bunker. It wasn't in the bunker. Caddy said, check the hole. I made an eagle. Oh. Coach Holt said, there's only one guy in this group not happy with that shot. <laughs> my buddy. <laughs> what did he – what did your buddy say to you? Oh, he didn't say a word. He didn't look at me. He was pissed. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't even look at you. I mean, literally, I mean that, that was my first green jacket. You know, that was a big deal for me. <laughs> What'd you, you know, fire? That was a big-ass deal for me. So it was, uh, he didn't look at me. He didn't say good shot. didn't say shit. What'd you no. fire when you played that round? Oh, uh, I think I shot 78-80. Wow. That's this good was play. 2009. Yeah. And I played again in 2011. Or two, somewhere, and I can't remember the exact years, but they were two years apart. That's really cool. It was me, man. I just played uh, golf a couple of days with a guy in Florida, and actually, he lives in Scottsdale. He lives over there by right. Gray, by Greyhawk, but he just got into golf like within the last five years or something. And so, you know, he's doing business with some people. He gets the invite to Augusta, and, and he didn't really understand the significance of Augusta. He's Jeez. like, I don't know, you know, I'm here. People are asking me if I'll take a hundred thousand dollars to bring him along with me, and he, I'm like, what the hell is this place about, you know? 
Uh, Are you so kidding me? Yeah. He, so, had no, he had no idea. At, at the time, no. Now, obviously, that he's in the golf, he yeah. understands the significance. But then he was like, I don't understand. You know, I got invited to come here, and I'm bringing a foursome with me. And all my buddies are like, hey, I'll give you 100000 for you to take me. Like, because he had his. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah you, like, you can't get the invite. No, but when I was there, I spent 4500 in the pro shop the first time I was there. They say the pro shop is Dude, unbelievable. I'm telling you right ass. now, all I need is one day notice to get there. I Pine Valley, Ryan's been invited four times. We've been rained out four times. And, oh, no. Uh, Pine Valley was quite hard. Yeah, I know. And I, and this year, I called him two days before. I said, hey, we just got an invite to PV. You going? He said no. But I had something to do. Why that's, not? That's what happens when you're in love. No, listen. Right. Oh, okay. That explains it. No. All right. Yeah. That's, it's all right, yeah. though. No, that was... <laughs> But, Just check with her and see if she minds. Yeah, but play bring her back a shirt, top, a belt, something. Top 10 in the world golf course. Not a big deal. Just yeah. she, she won't. Leave. Get a little mini skirt. Listen, he's pulling your <laughs> fucking leg right now. But moisture, <laughs> got a little hot. Yeah, no, no doubt. But I, I, uh, I don't know what I was committed in doing. I think I was playing golf already at somewhere or someplace. Yeah, somewhere better than Pine Valley, right, Eric? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's the easy decision. Go play somewhere else. Play golf besides Pine Valley. That's easy to do. I know. Bad, bad yeah. choice. But more, I'm I'm hopeful more. for a uh, a reinvite. So yeah, no, Augusta is definitely something to put in your the cap of your feather. You ever you ever get out to Whisper Rock there in your neck of the woods? Yeah, I play Whisper Rock about every two weeks or so. I get so many guys, so many friends out there. That place is fun too. The golf courses are hard, but there's so many uh, great games out there. Just good dudes as well. Lots of PGA Tour players out there. It's just a good hang, you know. Yeah, fun. No, oh, Scottsdale, the mission. The Mission Inn or the Mission, the taco spot there. Mission I think it's tacos. an old town. I don't know if you've ever I don't been know. there. I, I live in Gilbert, man. I, I can't afford to be over there. In oh, Texas, yeah. So I live yeah. in Gilbert, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I, I only played 13 years. I haven't played long enough to get a, a place over there yet. I, I need to play these days so I can make that type of money. Well, listen. You just keep doing your billboards. You'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll be all right. There's the one billboard that says hair lacquer. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all so funny. How about O'Hare Sports? O'Hare. O'Hare. Yeah. That's genius. Oh, yeah. So many good ones. No. Uh, but, no, this whole golf thing, that's what I was saying a little bit earlier. I mean, you, you, you get you get your good group of guys, and, and obviously you being the caliber player that you were in the NFL, you have, you have great connections. So I'm sure your games are a lot more fun and intense with the gambling. You know, you go out, let's say you go to Cabo with your wife or you go somewhere on a vacay and you want to get out and play golf and you go to the golf course there at the resort and you peg it up with three yo-yos that you don't even know and uh, you get to the second hole and they're like, you know, what's your name again? And you're like, Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where are you from, Arizona? What'd you do? You know, you know the standard talk in golf, you know, so what yeah. do you do? And it's like, well, I played in the NFL. Like, I mean, what's, a, yeah, has that no, I'm, a, I don't, I don't say that. I, I, if they don't know, I don't. I definitely don't tell them. That's great. That is a great uh, thing for you That's not hilarious. to tell them. Not to tell them. I'm either, I'm either a real estate guy or I do landscape or company. That's it. Because I would have to say, with a Hall of Famer, I mean, you tell someone on a second hole who you are, it's game over. They don't give a shit about golf anymore. They're going to be. They don't know. Then why the fuck would I tell them? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah. Love, I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I was playing with Neil Walker. Uh, he played in the major leagues baseball, and he had a hell of a yeah. career. But we were playing in uh, Colorado this past summer, and on the fifth hole, the guy's like, you're Neil Walker? Like, you played for the Mets and the, the Phillies and the Pirates? 
and then the rest of the round it was fucking shot. Like these guys, and at yeah. the end, at the end of the round, boy. at the end of the round, they're like, "Will you sign our autograph or our, our scorecard?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That well, that's just... cool though. You know, I mean, it, it's always you know, it's always flattering to be recognized, obviously. But you know, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to let someone know who I am. Yeah, smart. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm real smart. Let me tell you. Hey man, you know what? In <laughs> in, in in life. <laughs> Sometimes a little bit of smarts and a lot of luck goes a long way. I mean, I'm gonna agree with that. Yeah, agree. If it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any at golf. So that's for damn sure. Well, and that's the thing with golf. I mean, we could be striking it on the range. You get out on the course, and you don't even know where the hell the ball is gonna go. I don't want to hit it good on the range. I- I'm tired of hitting the ball. Good. I'm Ranger Rick, man. I get. I'm a plus twelve on the range. By Ranger the way. Rick. If you saw me, if you saw me hit balls, you'd be like, this guy must be on tour. Fuck, I get out there, I can hit a cut, I can hit a draw. I get on the first tee. I know exactly where it's going. It's going right every fucking time. I know that. Yep. Um, but I, but on the my last four shots on the range, we're all draws. You know, I don't understand. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Yeah, it's weird. So man. annoying. What are you playing with right now? What kind right, of clubs? Nothing. I'm just, I'm, I'm just sitting here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so I have my. Uh, I just got the new, uh, that new stealth driver. Stealth. Yeah. The, 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 the I got that driver. I had a PXG for. Two years, I hit that thing so good, man. I, I was trying to test things to hit it better, but that that club tested the best for me. I hit it good, uh, and I have PXG irons. See, I I think the PXG irons are great. I mean, I've They're hit them real. Yes, but you had the PXG driver, as you just said, correct? And you hated it? No, I didn't hate it. No, I hit it really good. I just everyone, you know, people. There's a stick for that think the PXG driver is not good. I have the the three wood. Um, I hit it great too. I for me, I don't know if I got fitted really well or what, but the driver and the three wood for me were great. They had nothing tested better than those. And even I, I think the self, I didn't test it. I just got it sent to me. I was like, I'm hitting this. It looks too good not, not to hit it. That's why I started hitting it. Yeah, I mean, they say it's definitely going to be the hot club this year in the new Callaway. So we'll see. I mean, every, you can't. Oh, keep... I heard that. I've seen the Callaway. I got it coming. I just ordered it. I never hit it, but. Screw is that it. the Rogue, yeah. the Epic Rogue, or the Rogue, whatever it is, the Rogue Plus? Yeah, the Rogue. I, I did the. I did what Colt's doing, Triple Diamond. Oh, wow, it must be super good. Colt's probably hitting that thing 245 or 250. <laughs> He's buttoning it down the fairway about 245, <laughs> four hybrid on about 10 feet, makes the putt, and on we go. Reno. He's annoying <laughs> to play with. Oh, dude. I mean, so good. So good. he was at SMU when I was at Marshall, same conference, so I, I would see him at events, and my man... To never miss the fairway, gets up and down every single time. Yeah, I probably didn't make it out there. I don't, I don't get it. You know what? I'm glad he did because he is great on TV. He's perfect for what he oh, is doing. Okay. I was, I hear his voice. I'm like, God, I want to punch this guy in the face so bad. I know, I know it's cold. It's just <laughs> his, his voice is like he's like a little smartass out there, and they all, they all love him. All they the players love, it. love him. All. They do because he, he doesn't put up like he's not like a normal media guy. They can fuck with him, and he, he'll fuck with him back. It's great. Yeah, no, he's great for the game. He's absolutely great. Oh yeah, for the game. he's making it more modern and more fun to for people to listen to. I always watched it, but it's it's a lot more fun now when he's on there. And Bones is great too. Or yeah. he was before he went back to work. Yeah. What he he went to Bubba? No, he's with um Justin Thomas. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Great great pairing though. I like I like them together. Gonna, I mean, I did. I JT. think again. I think you know that JT Spieth. I think they're gonna have a big year. Yeah, it is. Ricky's not gonna have a big year. So bad for Ricky. I wanted to get better again. He was so good there for a long time, and then he's been struggling the last what year and a half or so. He'll get it back. He's too good not to get it back. 
Yeah, he's way too good to not get it back. But, you know, sometimes, like we were saying, you get married, you got a kid, and you're making all this money to begin with. You don't really want to be at the range shagging balls. I mean, I don't think I don't think it's a practice thing for him. Like, you know, I think, you know, he's going through that transition with the swing, and, and his swing is not like the other guys. You know, it is different. You know, he has that uh, that move that's different than everybody else, but or not everybody, but it's just, it may take some time. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's going to take some time. I think that being married and having the kids helps him. I think, I think, I don't care what he says, I think it helps settle you down. Um, there may be a change in your life, but it helps settle you down a little bit. I'm glad my man speaks back, too. Man, I love that dude. He's great. No, he's shit. I mean, Jordan is the epitome of raw talent. I mean, you know, it's definitely good to see him back in the winner's circle here. And I think, you know, JT just played pretty well at Torrey Pines. Yeah. And, and I think those young guys, I mean, freaking cranks it, man. Cranks it. I mean, he's skinny. I love, I love, you know, I like the Salatoris as well. I was hoping he would win that thing, but I like Luke. I like them all. It's hard for me to pick a guy like, who's your favorite? I like everybody. It's hard. It, it is. <laughs> it's tough. It's yeah. hard to pick one guy. The, Thrills is my favorite, obviously. Number number one, my, my guy's Thrills. But there's so many guys that I like. Yeah. No, it's hard to pick a good guy there. I mean, everybody on tour just, yeah, they're just doing their thing, man. And then yeah. most of the guys are good dudes. There are some shitheads, but most of the guys are really good that's, dudes. That's any sport, though, right? You got shitheads yeah, in football, you got, you got hockey, that right, at man. all. Yeah. Everything. You got your handful of guys who are just different, and then you got everyone else that's great. It's like at country clubs, right? You got a few bad apples, yeah. whatever. You don't, <laughs> even, right. you don't even pay attention to them. Yeah, they, they play with each other, and no one talks to them, so it's right. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is perfect. Well, listen, yeah. uh, we're going to we're gonna transition the show over to our last segment, Brian. It's called the Tap-In Segment, and Jonathan's going to ask you a few questions here that demand your quick-witted response. And the okay. Tap-In Segment is brought to everyone by Bettinardi Golf. I'm out of Great Chicago. Butters. Out of Chicago. Great putters. Great yeah, putters. Is that what you're using now? No, I right. followed the belly putter until they freaking outlawed the belly putter. <laughs> Oh, oh man, I love the belly putter. So I didn't, I didn't, and now, now Betnardi's got the wrist lock, right? Everyone's got the wrist lock with yeah, the or whatever. Yeah. I can't use that. I have though. one of those putters, but I, I finally figured out how to putt with a short putter. I have an old tailor made I found in my garage. You know, when I had to make the switch, I was mm-hmm. freaking fumbling. I was trying to find something, so I found this thing, and it works for me so far. We'll, we'll get you into. Yeah. We'll get Betnardi to get you something new here. All right, lowest round and where? Sixty-five. Scottsdale National, the other course. I had nine birdies. Holy hell! I played unbelievable, and I missed. I think I three putted for bird, for on the first hole. I three putted for bogey for like ten feet. But, I played great that day. I hit, I hit every green. But if I was playing against you that day, I'd try to tackle you. I try to tackle you. Some well, bring it. I'd have been ready for you. Maybe you should have <laughs> took a shit before that that uh, par putt. <laughs> there was, right. I probably took a shit an hour before that. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Most memorable play of your career. Gosh, I guess I had an interception at, this is my favorite play. I had an interception versus the Jets in 2006 off of your boy, Chad Pennington Ooh. from Marshall. In the end zone, man, I, I kind of, we were in cover two and I kind of baited him. I, I was going one way, but I knew he was going to come back. So at the last minute, I split my hips and he threw it. And I made a sweet-ass catch and I ran it back like 50 yards. And Sick. we ended up being, we won 10 to zero and it, you know, they were in civil range, so preserved the shutout. It's my personally favorite play because it shows I was a decent athlete and I had good hands. Yeah, well, I, I think that, I, I, I didn't score, but it's still a cool play. Hell I think yeah. that's the last football game the Jets have played in, too. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> All right, your dream foursome—they can be, you know, alive, dead, whatever. Just your dream foursome. 
I got to take Tiger. Oh, Tiger's my favorite. Tiger, I just saw Jack Nicholas last week at uh, the Floridian for a golf event. I would love to have Jack in that foursome as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to stick with golf. Arnold Palmer, those, those three right there. I mean, I can't imagine stories and the things that would be said. Oh, man, you know what? Can I can I make it a five we, We'll play fast. Go ahead. Yeah. We'll be five some. We'll play fast. Go My fucking man, Donald Trump. I'm going to throw him in there as well. Yeah. All right, boys. We're on the same wavelength on this show right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, my, that's my five some right there. Oh, my man. I, I, I love Donald Trump. DJT. What's wrong to, to love? I mean, he just says what we're all thinking, right? Like, he just has the balls to do it. Yeah, and he did it for four years, you know. And that's a let's keep going with the segment because that could be a long conversation. I'll come back for another show for that segment. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll do a DJT. We'll segment. do the yeah the political aspect with Erlacher. Yeah, and and my man loves golf too. He loves golf. Like you guys think we love golf? He fucking loves golf. Now, <laughs> this isn't part of the question. I don't. Did you have you played with him? I have not yet. No, I, I've been around him three or four times and, and met him and stuff, but mm-hmm. never played golf with him. Yeah. All right, last question in the tap-in segment. Your on-course drink. Does it have to be liquor? Or is it it like, can be whatever oh, you want. Dude, I love Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is my thing. <laughs> but if I'm going to have an alcoholic beverage, it's going to be a Captain Morgan and Coke. There right. you go. It's perfect. But I love Dr. Pepper is the greatest thing ever invented. Yeah, it's It a- is good, man. I, I, I can get down with some Dr. Pepper. But Me too. I, my, my number one probably drink is... Uh, it just hits home is the Chick-fil-A half and half, half sweet tea and half lemonade. All right, bud. You get that in a sippy cup? That's Arnold Palmer. Yeah, that, that, Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Dude, I love chick So I get Dr. Pepper everywhere I go except for Chick-fil-A. I get sweet tea. Two quadruple-sized sweet tea. I love it. <laughs> That's why you so mountain bike, man. You drink the... That's exactly why I ride my bike, so I can eat whatever the piss I want. That's right. That's right. Amen to that. Yep. No, I, yeah, I'm the same way. I mean... Well, I like food, man. I love food. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. Eat it up, man. And we like chasing birdies, yeah. too. You like that. That's right. Food and birdies. That's my thing. I don't well, like a lot of birdies, though. I'm better at eating than I am at like birdies. <laughs> well, we'd love to uh, maybe connect with you sometime this year, whether it's out in Arizona or up here in, in sure. you know, Dovey or Pittsburgh area. And we'll get a couple of the other yeah, guys. I get up there a whole bunch, man. I'm always around that area. Are you really? A lot of reasons to go up there. No. Ah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to come. We'll come to you. Come on, man. Hey, there's no reason to come to Pittsburgh. We get that. Absolutely uh, not. But we uh, appreciate you uh, jumping on here and talking with us here for a little bit. And we wish you all the best in your post-retirement life. I know it's been about ten years now, but um, still, you know, raising your family, doing your thing, man. We wish you all the best. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, always. Thanks, Brian. Well, that was a damn funny episode. You two boys there got your little commonalities together with uh, the, the bow movements. That's gross, but I like it. Good for you. Hey, when it happens, it happens. I, I do it often. I do it quickly. You know, we took a photo of me at Mid Pines when Brandon was there. He was so excited to take it of me. and He was so excited to take it of me. I love it. Well, because he said stand there. <laughs> So I can take a photo. I mean, he's he's been doing good for us. But he's been great. I mean, the way that he can conceptualize what we should post 
I mean, yeah. the little photos that we got, you know. He's right. The, the golf bags. So we're at Nemecolon right now. We just had a meeting for the Masters party that's happening April 8th, 9th, and 10th here on property. April 9th, we've got a bunch of characters, not like cartoon characters, but no. people coming to the Learning Academy. So if you're staying at Nemecolon the 8th, 9th, 10th of April to watch the Masters, come on over to the Learning Academy. We've got Seven. a ton of people. Yeah. Uh, we've got a ton of people. We've got guests coming. Um, we're going to do live interview and there's me contest. And then a representative from Holderness Unborn is going to be there as well. If you want to look like us. But everybody wants to look like you. Make sure you put good. it on your calendar. I know a lot of our friends are going, so it's going to be a good time there and it's going to be fun. You know, our boy Tom Smith has been working at it hard, getting things lined up. Chris Barron, Kelly O'Donnell, they've all got their hands on it and it's been really cool to see. This party's going to be dynamite. Can't wait, guys. Nemecolon's a great spot. Check it out online at nemecolon.com. We hope to see you up here. And our next episode drop-in is with Bob Winskowitz. Bob is the founder of Squares Golf Shoes. So check them out online at squares.com. That's S-Q-A-I-R-Z. Dot com. Yeah, dot com. Really interesting stuff there with the shoe and how you can pick up a couple extra yards. So look forward to bringing you all that episode. I look forward to getting this beer into your hands, some new swag coming out. And, and our uh, new website's going to be launching here anytime soon. So New website. All love here from us guys. So anything else you want to tell the people? No, but I just want to tell you to chip it and sip it and uh, have a good couple weeks here, guys. We've really enjoyed it. Make sure you go over to chaseandbirdies.co, check out the swag. We've got new swag coming. Social media, again, the beer from Lynx Brewing. It's been dynamite. It's been very, very well received, which is crazy. I mean, yeah, we got buckled up on some chasing pretty blondes and miners. Not a big deal. So we appreciate it, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. And thank you to Simpler Media, Evo and his team for putting this thing together. Rachel London for all your social media help. We'll check you all on the flip side.